just fall into a dream. Well, my next guest, if you've ever been to Present Company in the Montrose area and have seen it run significantly perfect, she's definitely one of the reasons that you're having quite a pleasant time there. Operationally, she's making sure it goes without a hitch. Uh, <laughs> Please welcome Sheila Atiki. <laughs> hey, how are you? Good, good. Hey, <laughs> thanks for getting here. I know we had a little bit of a schedule mishap last week. Yeah, definitely with now, work related. Now we're here. <laughs> I, I have to say, every time I've talked to you, it's pretty much always been, I don't know if I can make it out because they have me slammed over here. Yeah, pretty much. Um, they'll try and push me out and I'm like, no, this needs to get done. Yeah. I'm getting tied up. Like, I can't leave. And um it's it's crazy because I'll just get sidetracked with a hundred different things right. that need to get done so everyone can do their thing. It runs smoothly and yeah. it's just like I feel like present company is my home yeah. and then my apartment is like my vacation where I go relax, enjoy yeah. some time off. But um, yeah, it's been definitely wild since uh, we've opened back up. Again, as a restaurant now right. versus a bar, there's uh, been so many differences, changes. We're all trying to learn um, new things because it's not what it used to be. Everyone is still learning. Um, COVID has definitely changed our world for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I think everyone has had some sort of huge pivot that they had to do in their business. Yeah, definitely. And I think we're like really blessed to be like one of the fortunate uh, bars or slash restaurants, you know, to remain open during COVID. Um, I know a lot of people who are out of jobs can't find a job uh, because their bar had to shut down because of COVID. So um, I feel like sometimes when people are ungrateful for the situation that we're given, I kind of remind them, hey, you're, <laughs> you're not under a bridge. You know, you can pay your bills still. Like you have a job, you have that security still. Um, I think we're probably one of the stricter places compared to other restaurants, other bars, whatever like you want to did the air quotes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think, um, I, some people, you know, who go to other restaurants, whatever you want to call it, um, they have issues with us sometimes, you know, because they're like, well, this restaurant didn't didn't care if I ha had my mask off while I was walking. They don't care what I'm doing. And we're just like, OK, well, we're not we're not that restaurant. We're, <laughs> we're a completely we're a completely different place from that. So if you yeah. want to go there, you're more than welcome to. But over here, this is how we're going to do things. So people are just not understanding having a mask on. I feel like that's the biggest issue with us. Like we want our guests to feel comfortable with where they're at mm. and everything. Um, you know, we've had multiple people tell us, Hey, thanks. I appreciate you for telling that person to put on their mask. It makes me uncomfortable when I see people just walking without their masks on. Like, and it's so much harder telling a person when they're intoxicated <laughs> to, yeah. hey, put on your mask. They're like, what? Why do I need to do that? And I'm like, how did you get in here? Like, no, yeah. this isn't okay. And so it's a lot more difficult telling a drunk person or any sort of, you know, intoxication, whatever 
hey, put on a mask. Just follow the rules. Like we're trying to stay open so you can have a good time. And it it and they're just like not understanding. And some of them are, which is great, but the ones that aren't, it makes it so difficult for us to like try and remain calm and happy and you know (laughs) it's like we're trying to have a good time y'all are trying to have a good time i understand that but we're also trying to follow all the rules that we're going by you know given by abbott (laughs) yeah no you guys are just doing your job and i can't even i can't even imagine dealing with someone who is not sober uh, (laughs) who has a very strong opinion about their mask situation yeah um one night i remember this girl um she came in without a mask she said she needed to use the restroom i allowed her in but then i realized that she didn't have her mask on she had it on before the gates but then when she got in she took it off whatever and i was like hey girl i need your mask on um when you're going to I like the how restroom polite you are. hey girl yeah i'm really <laughs> nice at first i'm just and i i don't know they underestimate whatever you want to say um and she was just like okay, I'll put it on. I'm going to the restroom right now. Can I pee in peace? And I was just like, <laughs> okay, sure. Go go to the restroom, pee, whatever. So then I'm waiting outside of the restroom. So I make sure she has the masks on mm-hmm. before I escort her back to her friends that are waiting um, to get inside for a, res- or a party that she wanted to have. And she's like refusing to wear the mask pretty much. She's she go. She's like, no, I'm not going to wear it. I'm walking over to my friend who's outside of the bar to give me another mask. And I'm just like, so you can't put that one on? Like, what's going on? Like, what the hell? So I have her. So she walks over to her friend and it's in between other tables, other parties. And I'm like, that's so rude to the other tables. Like, they're trying to enjoy the time. I don't know how these people feel about COVID, you know, and you're just walking without a mask. I don't appreciate that, you know, and she's just like, getting really upset that i'm telling her to put on a mask i don't care what mask you have on if you need to put toilet paper (laughs) like whatever you need to do just cover your mouth like to make other people feel safe at present company and so she finally gets the mask and she puts it on and then she starts talking mad to me she's just like i'm just like oh no this is not happening right now this is not (laughs) happening like we're pretty we're already understaffed as it is and you're like trying to cause problems like this is not the day like (laughs) do not try me doesn't it it feel great to be doing your job (laughs) (laughs) and just getting shit talk (laughs) yes oh my gosh yes and she was just like um she's like i don't need a she so she takes off her masks while she were at the door because I was about to let them in and she starts talking down to me. She takes off her masks and I was about to let her friends in and she's literally right behind me and she's just like, I don't need to wear my mask. Don't tell me what the f- to do, blah, blah, blah. And she's like cursing at me, oh. going crazy and breathing. And she was like breathing in my face without her mask. And I'm just like, you are so disrespectful, rude. Like, I'm just like, okay, like we don't need you in here. You need to get out. And she's like, I'll stay here and I'll kick ass if I want to. And so I just <laughs> looked at the door guys and the door guys came in and intervened and they're like, nah, you got to go. You got to go. And she's like talking mad to me. And I'm just like, like, why? You could have came and had a good time if you just would have followed the rules. Like, we're trying to stay open so you can have a good time. And you're over here talking 
to me because I told you to put on a mask. Yeah. Like, what's the big deal? Like, if there was this girl who literally put um, toilet paper because she came out of the restroom without a mask. I was like, girl, you need a mask. She was like, I lost it. Can I get toilet paper? I was like, we can sell them to you. Like, we have our own masks that we'll sell to you or you can get them from Valet for like two bucks. And she was like, no, 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 no. I'm going to go to the restroom. So she literally made her own mask out of toilet paper. There was one hanging on one ear, one hanging on another, covered her mouth and nose. And I was like, you know what? If it works, it works. Like, As long as it's not one ply, right? Yes, as long as it's not one ply. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, but... um. Yeah, I feel like that's probably our biggest issue. And, you know, people still think we're a bar. And so they just want to walk around, go to the bar, do whatever they want to do. And because, like, you know, we are an Instagrammable bar. People want to take pictures at, you know, the uh, neon signs and everything. And so it's like they're just like, oh, well, I just want to check this spot out. And we're just like, sorry, we're a restaurant. Like, we can't have people just walking we need you all remained in the seats because it just prevents madness from happening like <laughs> the first time we opened back up we um you know it started getting crazy like it it was ridiculous like i mean sales were great don't get me wrong sales were great but it it was madness complete madness it was the craziest it had been since probably we had first opened up in general okay I yeah was gonna say, i was gonna say is it when you open that so this is the when you opened up with the new change of direction correct yeah so we shut down i remember because it was the week before my birthday and i was like uh. i'm gonna yeah my birthday <laughs> fell on a saturday so i was like yes i'm Perfect. gonna make some money like i'm gonna tell people it's my birthday they're gonna <laughs> give me extra money yes i'm so excited for this and it was a week before my birthday i believe on monday we got um the news i want to say it was march 17th or 18th no it was the 16th um that we got shut down and i was just like fuck what's gonna happen <laughs> I, I went into straight panic mode i was just like what am i gonna do how am i gonna make money like what's gonna happen like is this a temporary thing is this a permanent thing i just went into like survival mode pretty mm. much i i was just like bars are gonna be shut down for a minute like mm. i don't know what's gonna happen um I guess the first this is in March. Yeah, right. in March, whenever it first happened. Yeah. Um we shut down and I went into panic mode and I remember on my birthday I was just crying because uh, I was like, I don't know what's gonna happen, you know? Yeah. Or I kept messaging everybody, you know, the um in the manager chat, I was like, anything that I would find out, I would send to them. I was like, this is what's happening. This is what's happening. Are we going to open? What's happening right now? Like, we, I don't think people took it as seriously as they do. I, I feel like in May or so, people took it a little bit more seriously. But when it first happened, I just felt confused as hell. I was like, what's going to happen? How am I going to pay my bills? Like, I have money saved up, but this is my money I want saved up. I didn't want to be spending it on rent and this yeah. and that. Like, I was freaking out really bad. And along with other people, you know, some of the other people didn't don't have money saved up or don't have, like, you know, um, a little safety net to have them protected. Right. So everyone went into straight panic mode. And it's like, how do you keep people underneath you, like, you know, happy or satisfied when it's like it's out of your control. 
And so um, when we opened back up again, um, I think we reopened up as a bar. I don't believe, yeah, because we reopened yeah, up as a bar. They allowed for that. Yeah, and I think it was in May or maybe. I want to say a second phase. So yeah, I can't. Is all, does that sound right? Second phase. End of, end of May, early June. June. Yeah, 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 that's when it was. And we opened back up, but we had no game plan. We didn't know what to expect. We've never, you know, no one's ever experienced yeah. this before. So we were just like, what are we going to do? So um, we were probably one of the stricter places compared to, you know, we saw some other spots that had been open, you know, that... Um, that tried remaining open as a restaurant or whatever, or an event space. Um, I'm not going to say any names, but, um, you know, they stayed open as that, but didn't care about like, you know, the masks, sanitation, all that. And that's something we like really wanted to implement whenever we opened up as a bar. And um, the first few weeks it was, smooth like the first weekend went pretty smooth you know everyone had their masks on at all times like oh really yeah we that's great yeah um at least for the employees you know other people no you know you could tell that i don't think it was a rule the first time i think i think it was more so for employees the first time i remember Uh, i was in dallas i won't say the place but uh yeah. when it first opened and it was no like no one i mean employees of course but no no one else even yeah cared. yeah no one cared there were spots that i would go to and i'm like why, why is that person not wearing a mask <laughs> like what's going on um i um yeah people were just not about it um you know we would tell them like hey you know i don't know the first few weeks it got crazier every week that we remained open as a bar like the first week i think went pretty smooth then it just kept on getting crazier and crazier i remember the amount that the cocktails were making the cocktail waitresses it was ridiculous like the amount of money they were making because we were so packed yeah because people were just cooped up they wanted to party yeah they wanted to party their unemployment money kicked in you know the extra 600 <laughs> so that good they to were hear making. it's going to the right place <laughs> yeah and they had nothing better to do because they didn't have a job yeah. so it was just ridiculous but it was taking a toll on all of us because it was like they were losing their minds. We were losing their uh, our minds because they were losing their minds. Right. And so then we shut back down again. And we were just like, fuck, what's going to happen? <laughs> and um, every single week, actually, um, I got paranoid that I had got COVID. Mm. Um, yeah. So I kind of started that trend from the employees no. because... Um, I let one of my friends stay at my place because of COVID stuff going on. They didn't have a job. I felt Mm -hmm. real bad. I was like, hey, you can stay at my place, you know, until this kind of trying to be nice. Yeah. And it turned out they ended up having COVID. And I was just like, oh, my God, I have it. I have it. I'm freaking I I was freaking out so bad. And so I told uh, one of the managers, I was like, I could possibly have COVID. I need to go get tested ASAP. Like, I can't work. Like, uh, I don't feel safe and um immediately as the owner found out he was like 
go get her tested. So um, he's been he has been super proactive about it, like in terms of making sure we're protected, like anyone who felt like that they had it or were getting it or something. He was like, go get tested. Like he took care of us, which is awesome because there's other places that I heard about that they didn't care if their employees had it. They didn't care or if any of their whatever, you know, kept on getting passed around. But he I will brag about like uh, like so grateful that he was willing to get everyone tested. And yeah. so after you can dab up your owner, by the way, what was that? I said you can dab up your owner, by the way. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. I will give him mad props for that because, like, when I was hearing all these other stories from other industry people, yeah. I was just like, "That's traumatizing." I'm so grateful, you know. And um, he he gave us um, once. Luckily, I found out I was negative. I was negative, which is freaking crazy because um, my friend who was staying on the couch we shared common area and bathroom but my schedule because i had been living at work practically yeah uh, i hardly ever saw him like i'd go sleep in my bedroom pass out and go oh, back yeah. into work but i never i never got it from him which was freaking crazy i thought i did i was like oh my god i'm fatigued i'm this i'm that yeah. i have it and when i got tested it was same day results it was negative oh, wow. yeah and yeah, it's probably more in your head than anything else a hundred percent and i felt so bad because he had it i was like hey i can't have you stay here anymore <laughs> and so i felt really bad but it was like i had to kind of protect myself and so i kind of left him hanging which i felt like about but i was like i'm still working like i i can't have you do this and then um we ended up shutting back down again mm -hmm. um yeah we shut back down again and then we went to i want to say another like six weeks or so because yeah it was a uh, i think at the end of july we opened back up as a restaurant that's right because um the cases started to spike. Yeah. And then Abbott rolled it back. And I remember, yeah, it was a good over a month for sure. Yeah, it was about a month or so. But let me tell you, during those four weeks, it, I, the second time around, my mind, I think, was more at ease. I wasn't as stressed as I was before um, because I was like, okay, this is something that's we're just going to have to deal with. It's not an option. You know, it's not like. It, we're just gonna have to figure something out yeah. versus like what the fuck is going on like what is this covid what is this you know yeah at, the, at that um, point we had a lot more data you kind of yeah. knew what you guys had to reroute as um and you had a plan i'm sure yeah yeah, yeah. And, and um and and sorry to interject so so obviously you're worrying about yourself you're mm -hmm. worrying about running the show and then yeah. you have all these cocktail waitresses that are reporting to you as well. And you had mentioned before that they're yeah. freaking out yeah. how, from a manager's perspective. How are you keeping them from utterly breaking down themselves? Oh, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. It happens. They break down and I'm, I'm the worst person to like, like I can't like, I try not to cry in front of people. Uh -oh. So when I see one of the girls start crying, I'm like, in my mind, I'm just like, what do I do? what do I do? But in person, I'm just like giving keep, them a hug, like yeah, whatever. Yeah. Trying to keep it together. Um, luckily they've, I feel like 
compared to from when we first opened up, we had probably about 30 cocktail waitresses. It's gone to down to about like seven to eight of them right now. And it's, wow. yeah, yeah. Um, and so, how did you choose? How did this might be a bad question, <laughs> but how did you guys decide, or was it maybe just who wanted to come back that you're like, this is the seven to eight all stars? Yeah. So we kind of weeded them out, you know. Um, it's it was crazy over there. The people that could handle it stayed. The people that couldn't just kind of faded yeah. out. Like, um, I feel like you have to have some sort of craziness inside of you <laughs> to be able to deal with uh, any sort of industry bar place, especially as crazy as it was. When we first opened up, we were probably working like open to close from like 11 in the morning all the way till two at night. But we'd have to be there probably at nine in the morning to roll silverware, get everything taken care of. So you're sleeping like Four, four hours. Four hours a night, probably. Yeah. Money was great. Money was great. Money was pouring like crazy. We were all happy about it, but we were dead on the inside. We had, <laughs> yeah, we were all dead on the inside. We were just like, what is Walking life? Dead. Yeah, exactly. We were straight zombies. And, um, but yeah, money was pouring like crazy. But the cocktails, I feel like, I feel like since the team has gotten like a lot smaller, um, we're all really supportive of each other. That's if great. one of us is going through something, we'll all be there. Um, if I know one of them is having a hard time, I'll, I'm obsessed with Tiff's treats, so I'll just <laughs> send some Tiff's treats. It'll get them happy. It'll I've, keep them happy. I've gotten, gotten Tiff's treats a few times. It's a pretty good present. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Gets them a little bit happy. Um, you know, but they understood, like, you know, we can't go go drink. We can't do this. We can't, you know, spend our money like we used to. So I think the second time around, they handled it. I think everyone handled it a lot better versus whenever it first happened. First time, I just felt so bad because it was like, it's out of my control. I can't, I don't even know how to make you feel better. Yeah. Um, but well, yeah. you kept a good face on. Yeah, I definitely had a good face. Luckily, most of it was through messages, so they didn't have to see my face. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, they they're definitely some troopers for sure. Um, but we switched over to a restaurant in at the end of July. And yeah, how did that? So I haven't really been following those exact procedures that need to happen. I know mm -hmm. for a fact you have to. Or at least I don't know for a fact, but I assumed you have to refile with the state. Correct. Yeah. You have to get a restaurant license. And I don't I don't know the ins and outs of that. Um, Sean, uh, the owner takes care of it. Um, and we opened up as a restaurant. And um, once we got the license and everything for it, we opened back up. We had no idea because who was going to be the hostess because we, you know, it was just like all we had is door guy checking ID. They yeah. go wherever we, we had to do a hostess, a drink runner. Um, the bartenders became servers practically because we didn't need as many bartenders. Right. Yeah. Who's becoming the servers? Because it really is only bartenders. And yeah. There, we only need like one or two bartenders now, pretty much making yeah. the drinks because no one's going to the bar anymore. So the bartenders are now becoming servers and some of them have had server bartender experience which is great some of them haven't so we're high, we're a high volume bar or a restaurant and so um Call yourself yeah <laughs> um so 
Um, some of them, ha- it's an adjustment for them to kind of learn how to, you know, pick up a little bit faster in terms of going to every single table versus them being behind the bar, making the drinks, putting in the food orders. They, it's a completely different, yeah. like, um, atmosphere for sure. Um, we have drink runners now. We didn't have drink runners before. Um, we don't have as many servers on the floor because it is a tip share now versus the cocktails making their own money because, you know, we would have to tip out the bartenders a higher percentage if we were to, um, just make our own money. Um, so the cocktails have had a little bit of an adjustment. Um, they've been a little bothered, um, at first when we went to tip share, they weren't about it. They like making their own money. They like working however many hours pretty much. Well, you're Um, also, when you're making your own money, you're also a direct impact on that money you're making. A hundred percent. You know, they're regulars, um, that they get who tip them a hundred, 200, whatever. It's like, they're like, that could have been my money. (laughs) And it's like, I, I personally love the tip share. It makes my life a little bit easier, Mm. um, in terms of sections because we have each cocktail in a section and, um, uh, sometimes some of the girls would walk out of there with $50, um, you know, and then sometimes they'd walk out of there with 500. So when they would get a bad section, they wouldn't, they would be like, this fucking sucks, you know? But now with tip share, it's like everyone is going to be on the same playing field. Yeah, exactly. But now we have to shorten hours and things like that. So, um, that's been a little bit of an adjustment for cocktails who are used to working doubles or used to working, you know, however many hours they want to because it's their money. Right. Yeah. So that's probably been um, definitely. There's a lot of complaints about that or. Uh, yes and no. I feel like the first week we opened up, it was chaos, complete <laughs> chaos. Um, uh, the cocktails, all of them, I think complained about it. Um, and we kind of had to have like a few staff meetings because there were issues going wrong with tip share, everything. So we were trying to smooth things out. I think now um, everyone is on the same page. And um, the one thing I like about it is they hold each other accountable. So oh, it's cool. like if someone's not holding their weight, they'll be like, hey, this person's not holding their weight. They need to, you know, step yeah. it up. So it's like, each person takes care of each other, which I like more versus, hey, this is my section. This is my money, you know? So um, I feel like it's less selfish and more about everyone else. Versus- team players. Yeah, exactly. Team players, 100%. Um, yeah. So yeah. you have uh, so you have limited bartenders back, back now. And then Correct. you have someone up front as a host. And then yeah. you have drink runners, as you said. And the cocktail uh, basically became all the servers. The cocktail and bartenders. Yeah. Yeah. So some of the bartenders are now servers. Um, Sometimes, you know, when it's a little bit slower and we have enough coverage, the bartenders will go and take their order. We have only the inside for them because if they present company is two stories, extremely big upstairs patio, outside patio. How big is the whole building, by the way? Do you know? Uh, I actually don't know. Um, to be honest with you, I don't know, but before, whenever it used to be Royal Oaks, it was, um, it's definitely way bigger 
mm-hmm. believe. Um, yeah, once we switched over to present company, there's definitely more room, brighter, more Instagrammable, yeah. all that. I don't know if you ever went to Royal Oaks or not. I, I have not, man. I've been out of the game for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I live there. So when people talk to me about new places that open up, I'm like, huh? Yeah. I never heard of that. I live here. Um, but yeah, so um, it's definitely really big for the if the bartenders were to go like on the patio it'd be too much for them so i try to give them the inside space to where if we're crazy busy and they need to get pulled behind the bar or something they can quickly go behind the bar make a few drinks go back and start taking care of the tables yeah and and you had food before right yeah we had food before did you expand the menu or we added a few things we've been trying to tweak the menu forever um we want to get i don't know what the plans are to be honest we've added a few more items to it um like what are are the new items (laughs) so um i'm vegetarian and i me and the other vegans vegetarians over there we recommended cauliflower wings i love cauliflower wings my favorite um they've actually done pretty popular over here a lot of people are ordering them um i think we ordered a cheese board as well um because on wednesdays we have like Pinos. yeah <laughs> pretty much pinot and pies so it's like pinots and pies yeah we get That's awesome. <laughs> um if you buy a bottle of wine you get a free pizza or uh with oh, the bottle yeah of wine. i think i did see uh <laughs> on wine and pizza yeah yeah and <laughs> so we action. did it we added the cheese board with it and yeah. so that's added to the promo too on wednesdays nice, nice. so yeah um yeah, we've added a few more things. Uh, we really want to find something for, like, the desserts. We want to do um, something on the sweeter side. Right now we have a dessert pizza, but people want cupcakes or, like, a yeah. cake carrot for... Cake. Yeah, carrot cake, tres uh, leches, like, yeah. um, anything. Um, you, should, you should look at... Um, I can't think of the name of it right now in Dallas. Oh, my God. Uh, Nick and Sam's. Nick and, Nick and Sam's? Sam's no, Dallas? I've never heard of that. You should look at Nick and Sam's dessert menu. Okay. And I swear, so many people go to, I mean, people go to that restaurant because uh-huh. it's a spot, but they routinely will always take pictures for the gram with the desserts <laughs> oh no so way you guys are already known for that yeah I would maybe take some inspiration from that oh you know? yeah they have like for a big sure. big rainbow cake that's like this tall oh no uh, way and then they have this big cotton candy thing that people are always getting <laughs> i don't know yeah. i'm usually I, when i used to eat there i used to be like lit by the time desserts were <laughs> so i don't really remember it too much oh that's hilarious <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah well we have our cocktails like some of them we have in a Lacroix can oh and awesome. yeah um LaCroix. let me tell you when we first opened up um <laughs> one of the bartenders he, on his shift all he was doing was just opening up Lacroix cans his entire shift. Oh That's my God. all he was doing. Um, yeah, so and you they're li- not easy to open. No. They're not no. easy to open. I one of the barbacks got me to do it one time, and he was it was for like an hour or so, and I broke like 
almost all of them. I was like, I can't do this. Like someone else has to do this. I'm just wasting time. Like for all of y'all, y'all got to figure it out. So they had to figure out. So you're just cutting off the top of the LaCroix? Yeah. Wait, what are you putting in it again? What was that? What are you putting in it again? We put alcohol. Oh, just just any alcohol. Okay. So we have specialty cocktails. Yeah. So Uh, in one of them. You're like, we put alcohol (laughs) (laughs) adult drinks Uh, yeah adult drinks yeah so um like in one of them it's called a stranger danger oh no and it's a water it's the watermelon LaCroix can we open it up we put a watermelon uh vodka in there prosecco um (laughs) yeah um lime juice uh a few other things and um so that's it called like st- candy yeah pretty okay. much tastes like it's definitely on the sweeter side more tart gotcha. um serve them l- out of a unmarked white van <laughs> yeah stranger danger yeah. um we put a little um lime and basil to garnish it with and a straw um that's probably those are probably our most popular cocktails on the menu uh people love them they love going to the neon signs and taking a picture with the LaCroix cans and then um we have another one that's called the whispering eye (laughs) (laughs) oh no yes what's in the whispering eye tequila my favorite (laughs) yeah it's always been my least favorite oh I love tequila oh Um, my god hey have you noticed that some of the alcohol like wipes or alcohol uh, disinfectant smells like terrible tequila oh no yeah they smell they smell horrible i'm like i smell it i'm like oh god i like remember the times (laughs) (laughs) it brings back good memories for me (laughs) not good memories for me that's the only that's the only alcohol that can really take me down is tequila (laughs) that's the only alcohol i drink i can't drink anything else other than tequila you can have all the tequila yes uh, i think i've pretty much anyone sheila tequila sheila tequila is my name over there sheila tequila um i remember one uh christmas uh, one of the christmases i had this robe and i made it myself and i put sheila tequila on nice. there and everyone was like sheila tequila can i order a drink i'm <laughs> like is it tequila <laughs> 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 yeah um so um yeah the whispering eye it has <laughs> <laughs> back to the whispering back eye. to the whispering eye i gotta talk about this drink because it's my personal favorite drink on awesome. there um similar to a margarita um uh tequila base has like a lavender um syrup not a syrup a uh, lavender um my mind is blanking out right now um oh my gosh my mind is just blanking out i don't out think right it's now. lavender sauce that yeah it's right. not lavender sauce uh, um, spritz no lavender no lav- uh, oh my gosh uh the bar manager is gonna kill me right now syrup, for not knowing this yeah it's not syrup splash of lavender <laughs> yeah it's accent we have a butterfly pea elixir there we go a butterfly oh elixir that makes it turn purple uh, okay. and so the bottom of it is like this pretty light wow. purple and then on the top it's like more of a lavender i guess and it's a gorgeous drink um i love it it's similar to a margarita but not so much people get worried that the lavender might make it taste too floral but it's not at all people really um, coming in they're like you know what this might be too floral y- y- yeah <laughs> really? oh yeah you, you'd be surprised with some of the stuff pinkies people up. say yeah yeah exactly pinkies up <laughs> so you guys so so i know i i, I personally don't really know the history of, of present company but it seems like based on the amount of time and effort you guys put in the drinks it, you guys yeah. are kind of of that tr- 
I wouldn't say trend, but movement uh, that I feel like maybe Anvil kind of started or was it the beginning where it's about the mixology? It's about yeah. really putting time. Anvil's in, yeah. one of my favorite spots. Oh, oh my gosh, I love that place. That, I have a lot of great memories there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we definitely, um, you know, our bar manager slash general manager, he says he's not general manager, but he is. Yeah. Um, he definitely put a lot of time and effort into all of these drinks um before covid we would have like a drink special um uh every single month the bartenders would have to come up with it so each one of uh, the bartenders would come up with a drink and whichever one uh that the owner and the managers like the most that would be the drink special of the month um right now because we are a restaurant we don't have that anymore um people have asked about it um but yeah you should do a pairing <laughs> yeah a pairing yeah, yeah. um meal special <laughs> yes oh my gosh um a covid special COVID special there you go <laughs> um but whenever we did switch over to restaurant, um, the cocktail manager, because um, I was right below her pretty much, I pretty much did whatever was needed. Um, if she needed time off, like I would be ta handling everything. Um, just pretty much uh, said that she was leaving, that she was putting her two weeks in um, and then just kind of kind of bounced, you know. Um, yeah. So um it just kind of... This was the previous cocktail manager. Yeah, the previous okay. cocktail manager. Yeah, she just kind of bounced. So um, it definitely put a lot of pressure on me um, to kind of fill in the holes that... Um, luckily, a lot of the stuff that she did, she taught me how to do. So I'm grateful for that. But, you know, um, what happened was unfortunate um it is very unfortunate yeah very unfortunate but it is what it is you know so you kind of just kind of figure out what you need to do and it's just like it just went to instant like i gotta do what i need to do push through um i was working crazy hours um luckily though because we are a restaurant, we close at midnight now yeah. versus two <laughs> in the morning. So you're getting so, like two more hours of sleep. Yeah, a hundred percent. So us getting out of there a lot earlier than, you know, three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock, whatever, even two thirty, whatever, is really nice. Cause oh, now on average we get out of there at like one in the morning, sometimes uh on the weekends at like one thirty or so. So um it's a lot nicer um right now we have like you probably deal with a lot less drunkenness yeah um i think booze has been kind of keeping me sane a little bit <laughs> i've been drinking a little bit more when i went into uh the second time uh covid stuff when we went into quarantine yeah. um well they said i think they said sales on alcohol was like up 146 percent or something oh like that. i'm probably adding to that yeah, for yeah. sure i'm <laughs> probably one You're of those solid people top one percent there <laughs> yeah probably um <laughs> um the second time in quarantine for sure um i was like I'm going to start eating better, like working out. I was, yeah, I was doing all of it. I was like, yes, I'm getting back. I miss, I miss that, you know, mm -hmm. um, staying sane. Um, I wanted to work out more, was doing that, was being active, uh, not drinking, not as stressed out. You know, I felt m more of a game plan coming up versus just being thrown into 
the wild yeah the wild and um so once we got back i was like i was telling everyone i was like i've been healthy i'm gonna stay healthy i'm gonna not you know go crazy i'm not gonna drink i'm not gonna do this first weekend in was just sunday sundays are craziest <laughs> days i was like it'll yeah. just be this day then it, the next weekend i was like okay it'll be friday and saturday and maybe sunday <laughs> and then the weekend after it was just like i'm fed up i'm fed up let me just go after work take a shot like chill out Some tequila of yeah tequila of course um uh but sundays are our most insane days out of the week and it's I don't think it'll ever smooth out even when we turn to a bar or restaurant. It yeah. is what it is. Nothing ever goes as planned. Nothing goes smooth. No matter how many people are staffed, no matter how understaffed we are, we there's just always some sort of issue that happens right, that right. day. I got um, you. So always, <laughs> always needing a little bit of a let, let down at the end of the night. Yeah, a hundred percent. And uh, so, um, but Sundays are kind of like, industries uh fridays like right. that's our you know uh, we're done with the week clubs are usually opening thursday yeah yeah um we're open every single day um but were you open every single day before yeah yeah oh wow getting lit every day <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um but yes sundays are typically our fridays and then uh most of the co cocktails and bartenders are off on monday so um, I work on Mondays, uh, but I try and do office work versus be on the floor. Um, but it doesn't happen all, yeah. <laughs> all the time like that. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been crazy. It's been real. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. What do you, uh, and I meant to ask this way before when we were talking about like kind of what everyone's role, role was. Yeah. I'm going to ask it now. So going the bartenders and the cocktails going to servers mm -hmm. how much of a change was that and like like did they just pick it up pretty quickly or was it really that big of a difference to just be serving mostly food mm, it's been elaborate a little bit more i mean so so basically you got the bartenders who are just always used to uh slinging drinks and cocktail yeah. is pretty much similar taking right? care of yeah so i'm sure they've had some experience in the service industry from a mm -hmm. server standpoint what i was trying to figure out was was it a i know you said that that first night was a crazy but yeah. was it a big difference for them to be going straight to server from what they're used to or was it pretty much the same thing just you know food instead of drink um so for the servers because now we all share we share tips so mm -hmm. everything's under one number versus each person having separate numbers gotcha. and doing their own checkout that has been really made it more tough yeah that has made it more difficult because we find other people's tabs and uh, it we have to you know there's more than one gonzalez there's more than one atiki well uh, no there's probably not one, uh, more than one atiki yeah. but um you know it's a lot harder to find tabs uh so someone who is a cocktail before they would have five par four parties and th that'll all be under the computer right 
right there. Correct. So now they got to go to the theirs. computer and they have to search for their table. For their slows, table. Slows things down. Yeah. And that definitely slows things down with our system. Our system is a little bit complicated. Okay. We're switching over to Toast this week. I heard about Toast. Toast is uh, amazing. It's a blessing. Oh like I worked at Burger Joint for a minute because yeah. um, he also owns Burger Joint, Pavement, um, what else? Pistoleros. Um, I think that's my partner, Brad. I'm not sure. No way. Leopard Lounge too, I believe. And, um, you know, he's growing. Like they're opening up a pavement in Austin. They're opening up, um, oh, a new spot, the taco stand. Nice. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah, I know. It has stand and taco. Yeah. (laughs) And it's going to be in the Heights right next to Burger Joint over there. And um, he's definitely spreading um, all over Houston pretty much. And even Austin. Um, which is cool. But when I was at Burger Joint, they switched over to Toast and oh my gosh, it was yeah. so easy, so efficient. Like um, a lot of the problems that we're having right now, I think will be fixed when we finally switch yeah. over to Toast. Yeah, what well, makes Toast so easy? Because I've only, <laughs> the way I know about it is I randomly, when I was working at another company, I was in the field prospecting businesses. And uh-huh. I ran into a toast representative. Yeah. So we chatted up and I was like, oh, first of all, that's a cool name. <laughs> uh, you know, right? Yeah. Uh, but how come it's like so much easier? Because they made it seem it was just like a simple, anyone can do it, jump on in. It pretty much is like, um, I don't even know how to explain it. Like our POS system right now, it's like you have to to separate tabs it's completely confusing um if a table moves it's confusing to just you know have it moved over in the system it's so easy like we had a um training at uh today actually and that's what i was doing earlier before i came up here um we were playing with it and it just made life so much easier you know um it's we have a handheld so it's like we can put in the order right in front of the customer versus having to wait for a cocktail waitress to get off the computer so we can use the computer and Uh, have like 10 different cards on us because they all want separate transactions and you know when we have like parties of 20 10 all back to back to back it's like we have like sometimes 20, 30 cards in our hands and it's so inconvenient. We're like, wait, is this the right card? We're trying to make sure we don't lose the card or anything like that. And so So no one likes to play credit card roulette. Yes. No one. Yes. No one (laughs) does. that. I think I've only had it happen like once or twice. And, and I was like, thank you for doing that. Cause I do not want to split up this high bill into 20 different tabs. Like when they say they want all seven, her tabs i'm like we have venmo now we have cash app we yeah. have all these different things why why can't one of y'all just pay yeah. the tab and then just yeah, venmo each yeah, other yeah. like the, but with they toast, want you to do it yeah and it's like then they're like why are y'all not closing us out yet and it's like <laughs> y'all wanted separate tabs this is what's gonna happen yeah. like i always let the party know like though if they are doing separate tabs it will take longer and so i you know I'm kind of really stern about it because they're just like, no, we want separate tabs and we want it right now. So I'm okay. like, it's going to take a minute. So y'all are going to have to be patient with me. Um, but with this toast, it's like you just take the card, swipe it, put in their order. Boom, boom. The drink oh, runner wow. goes and gets it. 
brings it to the table as I'm taking other people's orders. I just put it in and the drink runners bringing the food oh, or yeah, wow. the food runner, That's drink awesome. runner. That's yeah. Awesome. So it'll make it. So, so what you do then is before at the beginning, you're like, Hey, you guys splitting up the tab and then you just, yeah, I just go around each person. Oh, this is what you want. You want a whispering eye? Okay, cool. Swipe. <laughs> the there you eye. go. Next person. Oh, you want a stranger danger? Swipe. Yeah. There you go. And we just go around the table holding the handheld. Like every single cocktail will have a handheld with yeah. them um, at all times versus us all fighting for the computers yeah. that shut down on us. Like this past Sunday. Oh, my gosh. Our systems um, love to shut down on Sundays. I don't know what it is on Sundays. The computers want to go down on they, us. They want to rest, too. Yeah. And, but do it on a Monday, right. not on a Sunday. Don't do it on the, our craziest day. Yeah. And um, yeah, so it shut down on us. And I remember I had about like 20 people I had to close out and print out their receipts, have them sign it. And people were just staring at me like, hello, I'm waiting for my ticket. I already called the Uber. Like I'm ready to leave. And I'm yeah. just like looking at them like, I'll be right there. I'll be right there. Like, <laughs> it, it, you don't understand our system's shutting down, yeah. you know? And by the time it reboots and everything, it takes a minute. And, and a lot so, of people are angry. yeah, a lot of people are angry. Why isn't my drink order uh, put in? Why isn't this? And it's like, I can't put it in because our <laughs> systems are shut <laughs> yeah. down. So, um, I think with toast, it'll definitely um, take out some a lot of the issues we're yeah. having right now. Um, and yeah. I think between the bartenders and cocktails, it'll be a lot smoother than uh, when we first opened up That's as a great. restaurant. I always thought it was wild that point of sale systems are so complex. Yeah. You think a, they would try uh, to make it as easy as possible, right? Not, yeah, not at all. Especially the one we have right now. I don't even, I forgot the name of it, but it is, it is. Yeah, difficult. I'm excited about Toast, ready for it to be live yeah. uh, at present soon, company. Soon, soon, soon. Yeah. Uh -huh. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. What else? Oh, I was going to say, uh, going back, we we're talking about Instagram and all that stuff. I know that <laughs> yeah. for those for those of the people who aren't listening, or aren't listening, <laughs> for those who aren't listening, I yeah. hope you're listening. For those that are listening and don't know about present company, do you have a bit of a story how it came up? Um. <laughs> so how i heard about present company um one someone uh i was actually at bell station in midtown okay and i believe one of um the ex-owners he was over there and i met him over there and he gave me his card and he was like hey i'm gonna be opening up this place present company uh whenever we do you should swing by blah 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 and i was just like okay cool thanks like yeah. whatever you know and um didn't even think of it as anything and um um my ex he was an industry person for like a long time and he was like don't get in it don't get in it try and stay out of uh -huh. it and i was like okay bet just sucks you, know? you in <laughs> yeah and i was in suiting at the time and uh i was also working at equinox uh that yeah <laughs> hence the hat um which was a fancy gym pretty much yeah, for people no, who don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> very fancy. Uh, yeah. And so I was over there. Um, I got out of some stuff happened with the suiting stuff and got out of it. 
Um, so I was just at Equinox and I was like, I can't, I can't live off of this. This is like, yeah. this isn't going to work. Cause that was right. just, I was just pretty much there. Cause they had a lot of perks they had for part-time employees. They had insurance. And mm, so, yeah. So I was like, I want to be here. And so I was over there, but I was like, this isn't going to pay the bills. Like I can't do this. And so I remember I was reaching out to everyone. I went through my folder of like all these cards, business cards I had. I was like, Hey, is anyone looking for a job? Is anyone? So I messaged, um, him and I was like, Hey, are y'all hiring right now? I saw that y'all were opened up, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, yes, come apply this day. (laughs) And that day he had messaged me and was like, um, let's shoot for another day. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to be get working over here. What's going on? Like this oh, isn't no, going to happen. FOMO. Yeah. And so I started freaking out. And so I just went up there for a drink with one of my girlfriends. I was like, let me see what this place is about. Like I've never worked industry before. Like I've, um, I was like, let me check it out, see what the vibe is like. And then I went and talked to him and I was like, Hey, like, I need something like, can we please meet up? Like, I really want to work here, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, yes, come this day, this time. So I went there and oh my gosh, one, I'm horrible at interviews. Like I just freeze up. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be working for underneath this person. Like I just freak out. I'm the worst person to talk to. I can't, I'm uncomfortable. (laughs) I'm awkward. I don't know what to say. It's embarrassing. Um, I've had, you know, meetings with friends where I've tried to practice my interview skills, whatever. (laughs) And and it's great. But then when at the interview, I just have either diarrhea of the mouth or i'm just like sitting there like what am i saying too extreme why am i here yeah exactly and so when i went over there i thought i was just interviewing with one person um i go over there and it's the cocktail manager the bar manager and both owners and i was just like four people are you serious right now yeah and i was just like oh my god i am not gonna get this job i'm not getting this job but let's just push through it so they're like um you know they're talking to me and everything and i'm just like saying the dumbest things possible i was just like i'm not getting hired there's no way yeah and so the next day they or um yeah the next day they message me and they're like okay, you're hired. And I remember they were like, can you come at this time? I was like, yep, right. I'm coming. We're good. I remember when I first went there, it was madness. I was like, (laughs) I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Like, don't know. Like I wasn't, the only thing I knew was tequila, you know? And so I had to learn all these crazy cocktails that we had. And then I had like, you know, I had to learn about vodkas, whiskeys, gins, all this yeah. other stuff that, you know, people would order. They'd be like, can I get um, a whispering eye? Yeah, a whispering eye or like um, Bombay Sapphire or something. And I would be like, um, can you tell me what that is? Uh, like it was embarrassing because, yeah. you know, but there were 30 cocktails at the time. So all of us were just like running with our heads cut off. Like w- we would be upstairs and we couldn't even walk from outside to inside to get wow. to the computer because we were just pushing through to yeah. get through it. Yeah, it was insane. But that's pretty much how I heard about present company. And then I said, um, 
the goal was for me to just be there for a year or something and to, you know, go back into suiting. And then here I am like two years later, still here. And the cocktail manager. Yeah. Yeah. Cocktail manager. Not officially, but practically. Practically. (laughs) Yeah. But um, it's, it's been wild. Like, I I love what I do. I love present company. I love the people that I work with. Like, um, I I don't see myself leaving soon. Like, um, I you know, there's ups and downs to it. Um, but I feel like you have to have a certain type of personality to be able to deal with the craziness that's yeah. given to you um, over there. Um, but it's been a wild ride. Um, you know, it's awesome getting compliments from people who have been in the industry for a long time saying, I can't believe this is your first industry job, oh, blah, wow. blah, blah. Yeah. So really killed it. Yeah. So um, I feel definitely appreciated for sure. Um, but, <laughs> 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 but yeah, um, it's been a wild ride for sure. uh one one last question because there's so many places that they people cannot get pictures of right now but but how how many how many props or uh or instagram photo opportunities are there within um present company so there's about I don't know. There's so many. Literally, we have we have. So if you get seated upstairs, um, the issue is on Sundays, whenever um, people sit downstairs, they want to go upstairs and see what the upstairs is about and take pictures up there. And we can't because we don't want people walking around. Um, We want them staying remain just like if you were at a restaurant, you wouldn't go and start wandering around everywhere and being like, oh, let me do this. Let me do this. Let me go to the bar. You wouldn't do that at a restaurant. And but people still think that that we're yeah, a bar. But we probably have like I want to say. I don't know. There's so many. Like <laughs> honestly, there's probably like ten spots. Like we have a Texas neon sign. We have a sign near the restrooms that say "Past, Present, Future." Um, <sighs> another one that is at a table that says "It's not yesterday anymore." Um, yeah. We have another one upstairs. Um, a lot where, of opportunities. Yeah, we there's. Can, we can say Baker's dozen, maybe Baker's dozen. Yeah, probably oh, okay. a lot. Like we've gotten, um, like. Um, I forgot what I don't. I want to say it was a magazine. Possibly we got like mo. We got voted like most Instagrammable bar in Texas <laughs> or something. There's a claim to fame. Yeah, d- for sure. Nice. And um, we went the first year that we were open. We got second. Uh, I believe I want to say second busiest bar in Texas. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah, yeah, we definitely were. So people come in and it sucks right now because we are a restaurant. So we try to accommodate as many people as we can. But at the same time, we're trying to stay open. So we're yeah, all. It's, it's important for you guys to the, yeah. same, the same reason why you guys have to have that mask uh, mandate yeah force is because it's mm-hmm. for for everyone's safety and also for yeah you yeah they're like i went to so-and-so and um they didn't make me wear a mask and You're we're like, like okay we're, yeah go back there that we're present company well so for, well for for those who want to be safe and yeah and of course thank you for coming on sheila for those who yeah. want to be safe uh what are the hours and, and where's the address for present company 
Oh, for, yeah. For our listeners. Yeah. So um, Monday through Friday, we're open 3 p.m. to 12 a.m. Um, on the weekends, we're open from f- Saturday and Sunday. We're open 11 a.m. to 12 um, a.m. And then um, let's see. The address, 1318 Westheimer, present awesome. company. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Well, anyways, guys, thanks for, for listening in again. If you have any questions for Sheila obviously you can't really reach out via the podcast and audio I won't be able to pick you up telepathically <laughs> but if you go to our YouTube channel you can shoot me a comment you know go to the Facebook page uh, yeah. any question for Sheila she would love to answer yeah for sure y'all could email us at info at present company htx.com uh, find me on Instagram um whatever um yeah yeah sounds yeah. good drop a line and, <laughs> yeah uh, make sure to stay present at present company yeah <laughs> love it <All> right. <laughs> until next time dudes